Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Alright. It's time. So, I've been doing all my ESP Draft Guide things in the pod feed. If you mm-hmm. haven't listened to them, and if you have, I appreciate it. Um, but I feel like because of that, I really, I like have a very strong read, I think, on this draft. I love this. Look and at you. who I think are like actually legit number, like where if they draft these guys at 10, I would come on and understand it somewhat. I don't think all these guys in most drafts are worth the 10th pick. Like some of these guys, I think in most years, are probably more the 17th or 18th pick. But I think because. Like Bijan. Yeah, like Bijan. <laughs> but, but because of this year's draft, which is weak, which is why you take Bijan early, it all, it, it all leads back to Bijan. But it. I think that there are guys that at 10 that have check enough boxes where I think it makes sense. Now, in terms of trading back, I was going to put that on my list of 10, but I didn't. You know, if you think, like, this is where you trust Howie's info. If you think you can get the guy you would take at 10 at 14, do it. Yep. I just think even in this or draft. Or if you have, like, three guys you like the same because, yeah. to your point, there's no one that jumps off. Right. And you think one of them will be there. I'm good with that. I just, like, they got to they gotta get a guy. They got to get or a guy. a big pick so, for next year. Like, I'm yeah. Not, again, <sighs> like, if you trade back to 10 to 20 and get a first for next year, like, hell yeah, do that. I'd have to think about Especially that. if you're talking about what a weak draft yeah, is. Yeah, no, you're right. Year. I'd have to think about it. Like, I'd have to see who's on the board and everything. But you're right. In a in a macro sense, yeah. with it not being a strong draft, I think there's an argument. Mm-hmm. Especially next year is viewed as a way stronger quarterback draft, which means, which means that, if yeah. you're still in on Jalen. Like, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Let's do it. So, number one on my big board, and I again, this guy's not going to be there at 10. But it, the whole point of this is guys I think are worthy of the 10 pick if they Anderson, were there. right? No, I put Jalen Carter. Wow! And I would have expected you to go edge yeah. there. So I I almost did. And maybe Those I, are my one and two for what yeah, it's worth. And I, they're really they're, close. It's one and two, giant gap for me. In the Jalen Carter off the field stuff, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know enough about it. Same. I don't know him. Like so You know how I always say, like that this is one of my things, and it's why with evaluating quarterbacks, like I will never say moving forward unless I just think they're like horrendous for some reason or whatever like you as Zach Wilson you just knew yeah, you're like you just, know. just yeah. know 
But like, I will, I need to be in a room with him. Like, I will never be able to really have, because of the Jalen Hurts corollary. Like, you get in a room with that guy, yeah. you're like, oh, you this know guy. it then, right? You know it then. And, and that's the so biggest important disadvantage that we're so at. And I just this, don't know with Jalen Carter. I don't know. I think you, the Eagles, I will trust the Eagles to do their own work, especially with two of his former teammates in the building and all that stuff in terms of the type of guy he is, the work. Because again, the off the field thing is one thing, and that's its own thing that we don't really mm. know what happened. We don't really know. We weren't a part of it. Obviously, legally, he's not being, right. you know, so, but. Um, it, I'm much more, if I, my concern with Jalen Carter is about the, you know, being overweight for the pro day and this type of stuff. That's like where it's like, and it I think it can relate up. to all the stuff going on in his life. I get it. So I think that it, the homework on him is very important. So Hugh Douglas made this point and I want to try to share it, but I'm also curious for your opinion on it. Um, so like he made this point with Jalen Carter that I thought was super interesting that all of us like. You're 40, right? 41? 41. 41. I'm 35. I mean, I don't know how old the people are listening right now. But we were all in our young 20s, and we probably all made decisions back then that we wish we wouldn't have 100%. Right? And what Hugh said that I think is so true is, like, sometimes people make those decisions, and it just breaks your way that night. You know, like, you go somewhere you shouldn't be, and it ends up not really mattering. It's a great right? point, you're, man. You're, you're in, He's you're right in a car that. with somebody that, you, whatever, right? I don't know Jalen Carter. I, what he did was wrong that night. But I do think there is a point with this where we have to go like, I am not going to end the man just because of that. And again, I don't know. There could be other things there where it all adds up in the overweight stuff. But I just, I have a hard time looking at a 23-year-old and going, you made this decision. It went this way. And because of that, I'm out on you. I feel the same way. So again, especially like, look, if he... You know, there are decisions you can make at that age where I will be out on you forever. Yeah, well, yes. Right? right. But this, this, I don't think, you know, again, Hugh's point, and I agree with that. I mean, I can think of many times in my yeah. early 20s where I did something I absolutely can't believe I did, and I wish right. I hadn't and done you, it. And, and you're like, I can't believe I did that. lucky it didn't go another way. Right. Absolutely. People are like, what did they do? But it was yeah, very, yeah. yeah. All right, so Nothing anyway. that bad. Don't I, I, yeah. Yeah, let's, I, was not, I was not racing anyone or doing yeah. anything else. But so, we've all had our moments. So... The reason I put Jalen Carter one is just because just the I, perfect fit. Why? And again, I like yeah. I, I know you don't want to draft too much for need, right? But like, man, Jalen Carter fits just exactly what when they it's need. the talent and the need yeah, intersect exactly. so perfectly in that yeah, spot. Yeah, and, and Will and now Will Anderson's too for me just because the stat the sack numbers are insane, and he's just I mean he's gotten thirty seven and a half sacks I think in his years at Alabama in SEC. Like it's just insane. So. So for me, they're one and two, and it is what it is. Same. They're, like, they're not going to get them, but Stone I think Howie, one and two. Howie they, would go and get them if he could. They have to trade. Yeah. Right. All right, so who's uh, three? So number three is Bijan. Of we've course, gotten we've that. done that. All right, so let's move on. Okay. Four, because now it's interesting, because we've really only, I mean, we'll understand we haven't talked a lot about, but we both know we would obviously take that guy over yes. everyone else. Um, we haven't really gotten into, we've mentioned names, Nolan Smith, the cornerbacks, and you're not there. We haven't really gotten deep into names, so. Okay, so. This is my board. This is not how I think the Eagles would do it. These are the guys I like the best at 10. Number four for me is Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. So I'm well, happy you went for it. Yeah, thank you. Did well, someone you know- DM'd me and said, and like really laid out how to say it. And he was like, I can tell you're, you're just like not saying it. And I'm not. And I'm not going to continue. So did you know that, uh, and I'm assuming this, unless there is another Smith and Jigba out there. Mm-hmm. His brother plays for the Pirates. Did you know this? Oh, really? No, I didn't know. That. I, there's a there's a, a, a someone Smith and Jigba playing for the Pirates. Wow. 
I'm just assuming it's a brother. I mean, you would think. As a, as I'll a, Google it while we As talk. a fellow hyphenated man, yeah. you know, to, if I'm, I saw Shore Parks out there, I, I think you would assume. It, but I didn't. So why do I like him at four? I think he reminds me a lot of Devontae Smith in the way that he is a professional wide receiver that is currently in college. Like, he is an excellent route runner. He can play on the inside. He can play on the outside. When he was on the inside, when Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were there, he put up, like, silly numbers. Like, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns, despite having great other receivers around him. I think one thing I learned a lot from Devontae is... If you are a great router, route runner coming into the NFL, your chances of succeeding are so much higher. Because Devontae, look, physically, he has a lot of elite tools. I mean, you don't go 10th overall, and you don't put up those numbers without having those. But Devontae was so much more prepared for the NFL. And not to bring Rager into this, but what I think one of the main, like the main reason Rager struggled, in my opinion, is he was not a good route runner. And look, there were parts, too, where he didn't improve on it. We can get into how hard he worked, whatever. But ultimately, I think Jackson Smith will come in and be able to contribute day one, week one, snap one. Now, why I don't think they'll take him is because I don't, A, think they want to invest in another receiver. Five straight years. Yeah, he doesn't have elite straight line speed. Like, Quez has elite straight straight line speed. Obviously, Jackson, in my opinion, is just way better. So you sacrifice a little bit of speed. A bit of concern with him is, I think he only played three or four games last year because of hamstring injuries. Like, how much of that is... He didn't want to risk it for the draft, which I would completely understand. I don't know. Just saying he does have some injury concern. So number four for me would be him. Yeah, I can't take a wide receiver yeah, there. But I, I just it. like him a lot as a player. I get it. Yeah. I get it. His brother is on the Pirates. Okay. That's correct. Well, he's a professional athlete. There you go. Um, number five. And this is a new one for me, but I think almost if you had to if you had to say to me, Elliot, like, who are you who are they most likely to take a 10 if they draft a 10? I think it's this player right here. Ooh. I think it's Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Really? I think the league is higher on him than I think the outside world is. He is like 6'6 or 6'5 or something like that. Long arms, like great athlete, super strong, played at Clemson, is an edge rusher, is big enough if you needed to to move him inside in a NASCAR package, but is quick enough on the outside. You read about him as an athlete and you see words like freaky, elite, like he is twitched up, like he is ready to go athletically. But what I think he has over guys like Nolan Smith, not only the size, is he has good sack production. I think he had at least six sacks each of the last three years or something like that. He had, I think, eight or seven and a half last year. Played at a big-time program, plays a big-time position, super great athlete, like, needs coached up. Like, what you read about him is he doesn't have a great plan of attack as a pass rush, but they can coach that into him. So, proven pass, proven, uh, proven track record as a pass rusher, great athlete. I think he checks all the boxes. So well, I, our draft expert Justin Tennessee was a fan of Tracy Rocker at the pro level. Yes, yeah. So that well, would that's what, with yeah. That. So I'm I'm in on Miles Murphy. I think they are too. Like if if they draft someone at ten, and you mentioned that we don't talk about a lot of names, I think he's the guy where a lot of people go like, who? Like that's the like the anger guy of like, well, they took this guy. I don't even know who he is. I think it's Miles Murphy. Where is he going to most of the mocks? Is he like? So this is what's tough. A lot of mocks have him later than ten, but. I just think people in the league are... Well, look, mocks are he, always off. Yeah, so. I think he's the guy that gets where everyone goes like, whoa. And I could be wrong, but I, I think he has, in some ways, a lot of the things you're looking for. Yeah, in it, makes sense when you, it makes sense when you say that. All right, who's next? Okay, Khalil Cancy out of Pittsburgh. Sure. Interior rusher, can get after the passer, not as big as Jalen Carter, but he checks all those boxes. Undersized for sure. The value of having Jordan Davis is you can go with a bit of a smaller guy if mm-hmm. you need to. 
Um, and I just trust his ability to get after the quarterback. Now, a concern is if he's double teamed, but if he's double teamed, then he's doing something right to begin with. So in a draft where I don't think there's great pass rushers, like overall outside of four or five guys, I think he's the second best interior pass rusher. So I really like him. So if they took him at 10, much like Miles, I think it would be viewed as an overdraft, but I think he could turn into someone that is very, very much worth that pick. Okay. I would be happy with that pick. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Um, Number seven for me is Nolan Smith. I like the Hassan Reddit comp. I like that he's amazing athlete. I like that he's super fast. Like One thing I think I've learned from covering the Eagles is how important it is as an edge rusher to not get your sacks in college with power. Because people are bigger in the NFL. Nolan Smith didn't get a lot of sacks, which is is uh, worrisome. But if you look at his ability to get to the quarterback, he's right up there with like Chase Young and Aiden Hutchinson and those guys. In fact, his pressure rate is almost exactly the same to the decimal as Will Anderson. So he so he just didn't close. he just didn't close. Now we could debate like is that worrisome or is it like the quarterback's getting rid of the ball and whatever. But he would be number seven for me. I am a little concerned about the injuries, and I'm concerned about the size. But in a flawed draft, I'll take it a super elite, ed, a super athletic edge rusher that, frankly, comps to Hassan Reddick, and they know how to use Hassan Reddick. So I like Nolan Smith in number yeah, seven. Yeah, I agree with He'd that. be seven for me. All right. Number eight, this is me. I'm, like, getting bullied into this pick. <laughs> I, I actually don't feel strongly about him, but I'll, con- I'll concede to other people. Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. People say he's really strong, which worries me. Like, great, at, like, okay athlete, I should say. Good sack production. Some people think he's the best edge rusher in the draft. I disagree. I think it's Will Anderson. But ultimately, if I'm not taking Bijan at 10, I do think you go edge. Like, I don't like so any So this, of- this is just a, a p- more a position pick than a player. Right, this is, I see him high on every single board. So, so I'm, I'm going like, to roll with it. Okay, I'll put him okay, there. That's I like, what that I think is. it's a great take. It's not you. a, like, strong me opinion. Like, yeah. I feel strongly about these other guys. I get it. Tyree Wilson is I've been bullied. Into. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Number nine. We don't support bullying, but good. Right. This is a little bullying, but also like the responsible part of Elliot. Paris Johnson Jr., the tackle out of like Ohio we State. Talked about. Again, I would not take an offensive lineman at 10, but I also understand it's a responsible thing to do in some ways. If Lane gets hurt and is out for the year, that will really impact the team unless you have a top 10 prospect to tackle to go in. He can play guard. He played at Ohio State. So if Cam doesn't play it, you could try him there. My lot, it really only has one great year of play, so who knows? But he's just raw. But he's he's an extreme athlete, like extremely great athlete. He's just raw, but that tracks That's well perfect for the, for Eagles. the Eagles, right? Because that's why I would want him over Skaronsky. The whole thing, excuse me, Scolari. Yes. The whole thing with Scolari is that he's like a technician, and it's all yeah, like that. It's like the most boring thing you could read. Well, it's also like the guy we don't need. Like we got 
the coach to get the guy where he needs to be from all that stuff. Right. Like, take the freaking athlete and I, give, him, give him the stoutlet and let him do his work. Which, by the way, who will play a more important position. Totally. Okay. Yeah, because I think Skaronsky could end up, Scalari could end up being a guard. So, 10 for me, and this is, again, I'm like struggling to get to 10 here. There's Realistically, there's not 10 guys you'd be happy with at 10. Uh-huh. Just, but 10 for me, I would put Devin Witherspoon. I, I would not take him at 10. So, he's the corner you like the most. He's the corner... I like Emmanuel Forbes and Keely Ringo like at 30 or in the second round more, just if you're taking into account like value of where you're getting them. Mm-hmm. But if you had, if you told me, Elliot, we're taking oh, a the Gonzalez well, yeah. Witherspoon, the, well, I'm the out Joey Porter, the whole thing. I'm like out on Gonzalez. Really? So I read in a few scouting reports things about like needs a fire lit under him. Like, oh, and yeah. for me as a number one outside corner, yeah, I'm with you on that. Again, so. don't want to judge the guy just like Jalen Carter. Like, who knows? But. You don't really read that in scouting reports. No. So when I saw that, and to be honest, playing at Oregon, I got that vibe from him anyway. Yeah. There's something about that conference where I don't think they have like tough physical. So it's corners. him, Witherspoon, and Porter. The top. I like Porter too. Those are the top yeah. three corners most people will think off. So for. Witherspoon, what I like about him quickly is he's long. Size, yeah. And he does. I, you know, again, I don't know these guys, but just you go off what you read and clips and interviews and stuff. The football guy. I just think he has that. The football number, guy. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's Sauce Gardner, but I think he's the closest in terms of just... Yeah, no one's Sauce. Like, That's an unfair I, Exactly. Yeah. But but as personality-wise, like, I could picture him showing up to the draft with, like, you know, number one corner, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I... So, if they were going to take a corner at 10, I wouldn't do it, because I think Slay and Bradbury are going to be here the next two years, but he would be the guy to take Okay. I think you did a great job. Thank you. I'm really... Yeah. One of these. Watch, will not draft any of those. Yeah. I, I would be stunned, unless it's Luke Van Ness. Or I guess Scalari. Luke, I, Luke Van Ness is the real possibility. Oh, I, would, I would hate it so much. I, I would not like it either. No. I'm just not an Iowa guy. Yeah, and like fully he out on doesn't Iowa. play a ton. Yeah. And like everything you read is he just wins by pushing people over. And I don't love that. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, so. name the name the great players who are not offensive linemen out of Iowa. And also Go ahead, I'll wait. Look. Outside name, of offensive linemen, name the great guys from Iowa. I'm waiting. I, I can't think of That's any. That's the point. Yeah. But We've had some kickers. Also, just look. The name is the name. It's it's a fun criticism. I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. Luke Van Ness is oh, an edge rusher. Horrible, yeah, name. horrible. Yeah, he sounds like he should be in a comic book. Whereas Bijan is like that. That's a guy. Like yeah, Bijan Jalen is Carter. Like, Jalen it's Carter. It's a one name like, thing. Jalen Carter. Like yeah, that's exactly. like all right, that's a football guy. Will yeah. Anderson. I, Luke Van Ness. Simple football name. No, thank you. Yeah, I agree with you. He sounds yeah. like again. He sounds like it'd be a comic book. Anything with character. Van, it's like yeah, I'm it's out. tough. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it was a hyphen, I might feel different. But it's not even a hyphen. It's like Van Space Ness. Uh, this is really outstanding work, and I Thank think you. everyone. I think you've you've informed the Go Birds listeners in a way that I think is important. I think yeah. It's important. Yes, I agree with you on that. Okay. Um, I, oh wow, wow! Time what? flies. Man. Yeah, it flies. Time flies. flies when you're having. It fun. really does. Yeah, I I I totally misjudged my timing. I told Emily I would be done around twelve. I mean, not like one. <laughs> I totally missed that. Well, I don't know how you think you'd be done at twelve doing high hopes. I and was then an idiot. Two. I yeah, thought like I was like time... around twelve. I was thinking like thirty and forty. And right, the, I, you might be on by one. 